Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So yesterday was your day to get your taxes in, unless you live in a state that has uh, Patriot's Day, in which case today is the day to get your, your taxes in. What is interesting is that I already know people who have gotten their returns. Like, filed in March and got their tax returns in April. I'm like, I thought we were going to have lots of problems. But that could be uh, problems regarding people who are still sending in their their tax return uh, via paper. They really do want the digital, don't they? They want everything online in every way that they can. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, so good to be with you. Facebook Tony Katz Radio, rumble.com slash Tony Katz. I also hit yesterday about the Biden administration requiring U.S.-made steel for infrastructure. And and I didn't remember where, where I did this. I just, I felt that I got a little pushback on this. I want to make sure that, that I have clarity. You have this bipartisan infrastructure package i'm with you i didn't want the thing i we're we're putting too much money into the system it's what builds and and furthers the inflation of course it's a problem you get no argument from me on that the argument that i make is that the money is already spent they already agreed to the money they already voted to spend the money so okay they voted to spend the money Now the question is, what do you want to do with it? And to that, I have no issue with, and I am actually good with the idea that this money is going to stay in U.S. company hands, U.S. business hands, I should say, as opposed to buying steel or iron from China. Are they going to be able to to claim this as a de facto jobs program? Look at all the jobs it created. Yes. And that's where it gets even more confusing and even more ugly. Because we agree that what the Biden administration is doing uh, uh, de facto is wrong. Too much spending. They aren't actually helping the economy. They're hurting the economy. And yes, they're going to see, look at this company that got X number of millions of dollars. See what we did there? Isn't that great? I despise those things. But I must look at reality. I must look at the situation. And the situation dictates that if the money is already spent, I've already lost that battle. Right? If that is the case then I should at least have those dollars spent in the U.S. Does that make any sense whatsoever? I get that it is frustrating. I am with you on the part of being disgusted by the spending. I'm there. What I'm trying to do is engage a conversation about reality, which matters greatly i'll give you a reality bird flu has been found at a third indiana duck farm i'm sorry i am completely freaked out by this i know it doesn't it doesn't transmit to humans as 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 we know it as the discussions have 
So laboratory testing of a third commercial duck flock in Elkhart County came back as presumptly, presumptively positive for avian influenza, bird flu. Samples are being verified by the USDA uh, services lab in Iowa. The duck flock has about 6,500 birds. So there's no word yet on whether or not they have to destroy 6,500 ducks. But this is the third one. 24 states have found cases of bird flu affecting chickens, turkeys, and ducks. And that's why I'm paying attention. Because if the, this flu does indeed spread and the flu is, is detrimental to the chickens, and then there's a conversation of if the, the chicken has the flu, what could this mean to people? Just in terms of um, public perception, right? Well, then, you're going to have people not buying chicken that is good, not buying um turkey that that is good and is fine and isn't an issue i i bring these things up uh as as a way of saying that you know the the argument is not just top line we really got to be people who kind of look underneath it's important to look underneath to see what it is that the story is doing and what it and what it's saying that it's there there's more than just this this one subject when we look at uh Biden and talking about uh dollars uh, for infrastructure being spent in the US that is not an approval of the dollars being being spent at all it's a recognition that they're already going to be spent when we take a look at, at this avian bird flu, it isn't even about the, the flocks that might get destroyed. It's about how we perceive turkeys and chickens coming out of Indiana and what that does to these ranchers, farmers, etc., who go about raising these birds and then utilize these birds for other purposes. That's where it's at, man. That's the conversation. At least that's the one I'm having. And I want people to start having. You got you to gotta think a, a, a little bit differently. It being, a, I, I, I don't know, this has come up a lot lately. Maybe that's why I bring this all up. It's come up a lot lately about whether or not on radio I'm really a conservative. And I find that to be one of the most absolutely criminally insane conversations that have ever been brought my way except it gets brought my way a lot a lot let me give you an example two indiana gun dealers and a former ohio police chief have pled guilty in a machine gun trafficking case which okay i don't know how you didn't think you were gonna get caught but but uh but but criminals be dumb. So uh, the story, uh, WTHR reporting, two Indiana gun dealers, a former Ohio police chief, pleading guilty in this case. And so the story is they exploited a machine gun exception to the federal ban on machine guns for police agencies and the military. 
So one of them complained to one, uh, claimed, I should say, to want a machine gun demonstration from the dealers uh, for the village of Addiston Police Department. He claimed the department was interested in purchasing various types of machine guns, even military-grade weapons. Although this guy is the only officer in the whole town. The guy who wanted the demonstration was the only officer in the town. So next thing you know, uh, they send letters to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms to get permission to order the weapons. But the guns, which are supposed to be paid for by the police department, were paid for by these two other guys from Indiana who were firearms dealers. And then, once getting the guns, they sold the guns for five or six times the purchase price. So, let me be clear. They weren't engaged in somehow utilizing a loophole or an exception. They were colluding to break the law. That's certainly how the story looks from the reporting that I have. I, I oppose... The selling of a firearm that you are not legally allowed to sell. I favor private citizens selling firearms to one another without having the government involved. Now, how is that not a conservative position? I don't favor this. I don't favor this at all. This is wrong. But if I have a, a 38 and I want to sell it to producer Ari, I should be able to, to do so. This is what they were often refer to as like the gun show loophole, right? I'm allowed to engage in private sale. Now, if I know that producer Ari is a no good neck, if I know, no good neck, all of a sudden I'm 130 years old. If I know he's a bad guy, I know he wants to commit a crime, I know he wants to do harm, well, then it's on me not to sell it to him. But it's producer Ari. He's gonna he's gonna put it in like five safes. He's gonna have biometrics on it. You're gonna have to give a drop of blood. You're gonna have to be able to answer a riddle from the Sphinx to, in order to get this thing. Um, I'm, I feel solid in that because I oppose the illegal selling of a machine gun. All of a sudden, I'm not a conservative. I have been hearing this on the regular. That people really think that I'm, you know, I'm just down the middle. I'm like, what a, what in the world about me would say that? And the argument comes back that, no, no, it's just that you're not, it's just not bombastic. You're not screaming. You're not yelling. It's like you, 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 you put forth this rational point of view. You engage a rational conversation. I might disagree with it sometimes, but I think that you're just like this. You're, you're, you're very, very clear headed in the way you share a story. And I have become wholly offended by this idea. And the truth is I shouldn't be. Maybe that it's not a conversation about me. It's a conversation about what's going on in society. That somehow a conservative position has come across as the screaming, yelling position. That you're only a real conservative if you're screaming and yelling and, and, and getting upset and, and, and waving your hands in the air like there are no repercussions, like you're just going nuts. That isn't it. That's not it at all.
Not by a freaking long shot. The rational mind is, I think, exactly where the conservatives should be. It's exactly where I want to be. It's everywhere I want to be. It's the only thing that I think matters. You want to hear crazy? You want to hear backcrap? Hey, uh, sorry, I'm going to share backcrap crazy right now. This is backcrap crazy. This is Nicole Wallace. Uh, formerly a Republican, she claims, uh, on, uh, on MSNBC, where she's now a host. Kevin McCarthy was on Fox yesterday again, relying completely on the disinformation bubble that, that encompasses so many of his voters. He said this, there's a strong support for NATO moving forward. That's not true. We know that's not true because a week ago, two weeks ago, 63 House Republicans voted against a purely symbolic resolution offering unequivocal support for NATO. How, how do you get... Democrats to get on offense and describe Republicans the way you and I see them as a threat to national security. Threat to national security. Threat. To, what? What? What is this argument that she's making? It doesn't exist. It is for the people at MSNBC who want to desperately believe such a thing. But it doesn't get anything done. Look, if you ask me what I think of communists, I'll tell you, all communists are liars, all communists are frauds, no communists should be trusted. Not because I say so, because the history says so, and I'm going with that. Of course. I believe that policies are bad. I very rarely believe that people are bad. Although I have run into some progressives who I definitely believe are bad people. Usually because they're communists. But this is the kind of stuff that when I'm like, this is ridiculous, am, am I supposed to scream and yell and talk about what, what, a, what, a, what a nut she is? No. Why, why, would, why would I do such a thing? Has she proven that she doesn't have the intellectual capacity to engage a conversation honestly? Yes. Yes. Yet somehow saying it that way has people questioning whether I'm a conservative. I don't shy away from it, bitches. Here I am. Here I am. And so I'm going through these, these, these stories. What's happening in our beloved Indiana just engaged kind of, kind of rationally. That there's more to the story than just the top line. Oh, the ducks have, have avian flu. That sucks. No, it means a serious economic issue for what lies underneath. It does. Uh, you're, you're selling, you're, you're utilizing a, a loophole, if you will. That's how they describe it. You're lying in order to get machine guns to then sell the machine guns you're not allowed to sell? You go to jail for that crap. Since when would you not go to jail for that crap? You go to jail for that crap. It's just important. It's just important to share these things honestly and clearly. As, 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 for, as for the people who are like, uh, uh, yeah. You're middle of the road. I don't. I don't know what to say. I'm. I'm. I'm floored. I am floored because I don't actually take that as a compliment. I got to admit. But I think what they're saying is, and what I've come to accept, what they're saying is that everybody else is just losing their minds, losing their minds. And maybe you don't have to to get your point across. Maybe you don't have to. And people will appreciate that. And they'll consider that middle of the road when you're actually engaged in a, in, a, in, a, in a philosophy that is not middle of the road. 
it is distinctive and it is specific for a purpose of more liberty and more freedom for all. So I don't know. Maybe it means I'm doing it right. I'm Tony Katz. Don't steal. You see, is that somehow changed my position on things? It's it's crazy. John Keeler is his name. Former vice president and general counsel of, of the gaming company New Centaur, LLC, funneled $41,000 in corporate funds to a Maryland-based political consultant and then utilized that to fund the Greater Indianapolis Republican Finance Committee to benefit the Marion County Republican Central Committee. Yeah, guy should go to jail. He's pled guilty to causing false statements on the casino's corporate tax return, concealing contributions to a local political party as deductible business expenses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you break the law, you deal with the consequences. What's the what what what's new about that? Nothing. Absolutely positively nothing right there. I, I have no issue with this guy going to jail. Don't steal. Republicans, Democrats, do not steal. It's a simple, basic rule. And if you follow it, uh, chances are you're, you're a better person. Chances are you're a better person if you follow that one. And then there is uh, former state Senator Brent Waltz, who has pled guilty in, in the case He's the one uh, who, who uh, funneled 40000 in uh, conduit contributions to his congressional campaign. And then they took this corporate funds and they put it into the Brent Waltz for Congress campaign through straw contributors. And then Waltz lied uh, to federal authorities. So, you know, good guy. You know, I, I met him once because I moderated a debate that he was a part of. I think at this stage... With him already dealing with the legal issues, maybe it'd be maybe it'd be inappropriate for me to tell you what I thought of the dude. I'll just I'll just leave it where it is. I'll just leave it where it is. You know what? That's that's my plan. That's it. No more, no less. Got it covered. More to get to. Facebook Tony Katz Radio, Rumble.com slash Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz today. I got the Wordle in four today, producer Ari. I've kind of quit Wordle. What? I just, I think it's run its course for me. Got the Wordle in four today. That's that's impressive. I'm getting people, I don't know if you've been watching my, my Twitter feed, uh, people uh, yelling at me uh, because I'm taking a look at uh, what Taylor Lawrence did as we were talking about with the, the Twitter account Libs of TikTok. 
Um, and uh, I had a, a local reporter saying going to someone's house is a common and reasonable extra step to give that person a chance to comment for a story. The Post didn't publish an address or phone number for the libs of TikTok woman. Uh, but they did share her name, right? And Taylor Lawrence, who wrote the article, is somebody who has literally cried on MSNBC talking about how mean tweets have given her PTSD. And so the argument is not that someone would write a story. I can disagree with someone writing a story. The argument is that you went to someone's house and I, I guess uh, relatives' homes of this woman and trying to get information. You want to argue that that's, that that's regular journalism? I'm not going to disagree with you about that being uh, journalism. I will argue that when a reporter writes this, that it comes into a different light. I know you're joking, she wrote to somebody. This is uh, in uh, April 3rd. She wrote this. But doxing, stalking, or trying to hurt and smear people's loved ones, threatening them, it's not okay in any situation. People on here are constantly stoked these politicized outrage campaigns want to dismiss it, but it shouldn't be dismissed. It has very real consequences. So... You went to go see this 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 person who runs this Twitter uh, account called Libs of TikTok, which does nothing more, by the way, than take videos on TikTok and other places and post them. No editing, no anything else. Here's what here's what's happening on TikTok. Here's what's happening on Snapchat. Here's here. Here's here's there. Right. That's what the account does. And you have people like Taylor Lawrence. Claiming that it's 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 anti-gay and it's anti-this and anti-that. It's not. It's exposing what these people are already doing on these social media accounts. And, I, and, and still the pushback. I think it's fair to identify people who wield power and influence over a massive platform. You think that's... You, you, why, why, why would you think that's fair? Someone isn't allowed to have their private citizen. They're popular. They can't have anonymity. That's, that's a very odd take. And that's a very elitist take. You can write about the account. You can write about what they're doing, whether you agree or disagree with it. You need to know the woman who was behind it. I think people are interested in the fact because it's a woman behind the Twitter account. And you need to know her name. You, you don't think that that's problematic? You, producer Ari, journalism major, if you wanted to write about the account, you would write about the account. You needed to know the woman behind the account? Did not think it was necessary to know the name, no. Okay. Journalism has gone to crap in a handbasket. Because this isn't the journalism. This is clearly the outing and the doxing. And 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 if it, let's say you were to argue, no, it, 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 it's journalism. If the journalist in question is complaining about people talking about her, complaining about uh, going after relatives, why is she then doing it? Here's another tweet. Journalism isn't doxing. Journalism is so important you might be surprised to learn it's in the First Amendment. Oh, good Lord. This is This is considered intellectual thought on Twitter. Only smells like doxing to individuals working to remove LGBTQ plus from society. Says more about you than reporters. Pass it on. I oppose what this, this reporter did, and all of a sudden I want to eliminate gay people from society. This is why people don't use social media, guys. 
Look at the disease that is now. You you can find it on on, on my Twitter feed at Tony Katz. Enjoy. <laughs> go 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 to it, man. All I wrote. Did you guys catch what I I wrote? I wrote that defending the outing of libs on TikTok is not a good look. Her, meaning Taylor Lawrence, this reporter from the Washington Post where the story was written at the Washington Post. Her going to someone's house, based on her own admissions and prior tweets and tears on MSNBC, is not reasonable. This looks, feels, and smells like doxing when you out somebody, probably because it is. It went from that to you want to remove gay people from society. That's that that escalated quickly. Somewhere I've got that audio, and I don't know where it is. That escalated quickly. That's I mean that's really and truly unreal. A st- uh, 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 stunning. Stunning. I tell you. David says, so if people don't like you or your show, they should not buy advertising on WIBC or MS Communications. Well, yeah, that would make perfect sense. That would make perfect sense because I said stop advertising on the Washington Post. Stop advertising on the Washington Post. I didn't say the Washington Post couldn't exist. I said stop advertising on the Washington Post. I didn't call for Taylor Lawrence to be fired. I said stop advertising on the Washington Post. Because that's how you get a message across. I didn't say that anybody at Disney should be fired. I said I wonder how many people are going to cancel Disney Plus and stop going to Disney theme parks and say with their money they disapprove of Disney's wokeness. All of a sudden, we can't do that? We do that all the time. The difference is, is that when a bakery doesn't want to make a cake for me, I tell five friends and I don't go there for my cakes. They say that the the bakery shouldn't be allowed to be in business at all. I don't say that. I didn't say the Washington Post couldn't be in business at all. I am making the argument that the move that they made here is despicable and Therefore, don't advertise, don't be connected with that. I don't call for cancel culture. But if you disagree with my theories and my philosophies, and you don't advertise, okay. I, I, I can get that, I can understand that. Then again, if you disagree with my theories and my philosophies, well then, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, you probably don't have a good business anyway. It wouldn't be surprising that your business is just a hot mess. Look at it. This is, this is fantastic about how these people got everything I said wrong. I don't think it is a rational, reasonable court, uh, uh, course to have outed this woman. And the response was, I think it's fair to identify people who wield power and influence over a massive platform. That's what the story did. That comes from a reporter here in Indianapolis. It's an interesting argument. I think it's fair to identify people who wield power and influence over a massive platform. You got to give me a standard of what 
a massive platform is, though. And how about uh, wielding influence? What does that mean? You, I, I need a standard. You can't. I, it's an interesting argument, but you need to give me a standard. Well, I, I would argue that it's not an interesting argument because you, Ari, are providing the interesting argument. You looked at that response and said, wait a second. That's not a, that, that's, that's, there's no objective standard there. That's all subjective. Yeah. What does it mean to wield power and influence? Let's, let's say it this way. If I have 42 million followers, is that power and influence? I'd say yes. What if I have nine influence, uh, nine followers, and it's President Biden, and it's President Obama, and it's Hillary Clinton, and it's Valerie Jarrett, and it's David Axelrod, and it's the head of ABC, NBC, uh, CBS, and CNN? You would probably wield equal or more power than the 42 million. So what are we talking about here? That's a good point. It's a good point. This is the point. And I, I would like to say that uh, uh, producer Ari made the point. The argument being made by a reporter in Indianapolis falls flat on its face. And it starts with the most amazing words in the world. I think it's fair. Is that what you think? Okay. I think it's weird. I think it's weird to want to out the person who owns the Twitter account libs of TikTok. I think it's purposeful to try and silence them. Just like CNN wanted to find out who made that video of, of uh, Donald Trump body slamming CNN. Remember that video? Right? And so it was Donald Trump when he had his wrestling days. And I forget who he was tackling. Maybe it was Vince McMahon. And they put the CNN logo over his, uh, Vince McMahon's head and the Trump tackles them. They're like, who did this? And they found out who did it. And what they said is, don't do it again or we will tell people who you are. They threatened that guy. And I, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. And that's when I stopped using CNN as a source. I stopped going to CNN. They didn't deserve my love. They were not people who were worthy of my respect. Not worthy of, of, of my respect. I wasn't going to give them any of my attention. Because what they did is disgusting. I absolutely have that right. I absolutely have that right. And so when I said don't advertise in the Washington Post, I meant it. What happened to the days? Did you know that when uh, the late Rush Limbaugh was alive, that there were people on uh, ad agencies that wouldn't buy in Rush Limbaugh's show? Nope, we won't be in Rush Limbaugh's show. And then they expanded it. We won't even advertise on Rush Limbaugh stations. If a station carries Rush, we won't advertise on that station. Oh, that happened. An ad agency or a, a sponsor can do what they dang well want. Spend their money wherever they want. So here we have, what was it, David? Like, like thinking like... Like they, they, they've, they've hit something here. I didn't cancel anybody. I didn't cancel a, a, a soul. Yet this is where they go because they don't even know what it is. Cancel culture is when I have this conversation and bring up these tweets and they demand I get fired. Right? That, that will be cancel culture right there. Oh, these are just the absolute worst people.
And I must admit, and I mean, oh, never mind uh, the guy who thinks I'm trying to remove LGBT uh, people from society. That's just... Uh, Producer Ari, can I get a ruling on stupid? Yeah, I mean, you're not, you're not wrong. It's just so stupid. So dumb, so ignorant, so pathetic. Such a loser. You know it's you know you're lying and you're like whatever I'll just put it anyway cuz I don't know how to use words. But I think this reporter is just flat out wrong, just flat out wrong. Flat out wrong. I don't think it's fair to identify people who wield power and influence over a massive platform because that is absolutely positively uh, a a subjective criteria, not one of any type of journalism. Jeff mentions on Twitter that doxing under the guise of journalism is still doxing. There's nothing newsworthy here because the account isn't even newsworthy. It's not. You just don't like the fact that liberals get made fun of on Twitter. And so you want to ruin anybody who might be doing the thing. And worse, they're doing it by using the words of people who are progressives. Not even editing, just sharing. Literally holding up the mirror is what the political left frowns upon. How dare you, son of a gun. Ain't that something ain't that something so no uh this this local reporter doesn't have it right at all at all not in the the slightest and i got to admit i think this is um this is a pretty bad take going to someone's house is a common and reasonable extra step to give that person a chance to comment for a story um Going to someone's house. You mean the subject. I believe uh, from from Libs of TikTok, we learned uh, that Taylor Lawrence may have gone to family members' houses. So if you do a story about me and you show up at my parents' house, I'm supposed to just be okay with that? I, I, I think I might not be okay with that. I mean, I guess... You can do it. You can show up at anybody's house, but certainly not okay with that. Someone may consider that bad form. Because my parents are not newsworthy. The owner of Libs of TikTok is not newsworthy. Not newsworthy. It's an account. Which, by the way, I got, I got to double check. Hold on. Let me, let, me, let me double check here really quick. Because I don't think I follow them. I do I follow I I might now I might have done it I'm wondering if I even follow libs of TikTok How hold on, wait let me let me let me check let me check really quick libs Doesn't seem like an account you'd follow right Nope I don't Yeah I I would have guessed that too I don't follow them Can can I ask this question then Are you sure they are noteworthy Are you sure wait what was the exact terminology used uh, they wield power and influence over a massive platform. So much so that I don't follow them. Um, you might have to rethink that theory. More coming up on Tony Katz.
Wednesday, 6 to 9 p.m. at Blend Bar Cigar in Indianapolis on 82nd Street. It's the fundraiser for IMPD officer Thomas Mangan. Shot in the line of duty. He was hit in the voice box. It's Adam's Apple. It's going to be a long road to recovery. So we're going to raise money. I, I went to some friends. I'm like, we should do this. And boom, it got put together. You can donate at impdswatexperience.com. impdswatexperience.com. There's going to be food. There's going to be cigars. It's going to be, it's going to be fantastic. I'm going to be there. I think I'm going to show up for a little bit. Are you? Producer Ari is showing up. Hot diggity dog. Got to be home before nine, though. I got a, uh, I got a, I got a bedtime. Yeah, we all do, baby. We all do. It, it's going to be a great time for, for a great cause. This fundraiser for IMPD officer Thomas Mangan. That is tomorrow, April 20th, 6 to 9 p.m. at Blend Bar Cigar on 82nd. You can go to impdswatexperience.com to donate and do that. I'm... I'm I'm looking forward to it. Seeing some people, shaking some hands, and doing some doing some good. There's good. It's not all crazy. There's good work to be done out there in the world. So let's go do it. You know. That's that's uh that's my plan. So I'll see you there at 6 p.m. Facebook Tony Katz Radio. Find it all at Rumble. Rumble.com/slash Tony Katz. Tomorrow, everyone. Take care.